love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Happens live from our radio hub for Monday, October 21st, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Hope you had a good weekend, you guys. Big football weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Drew. I got some new bed pants from Costco last week, so I made sure that this weekend to spend extra time lounging. It was nice. Some new what? Bed pants. That's what I call pajama pants. Bed pants? Bed pants. We call them in my household. Why don't you just be honest with everyone right now? Be honest with the entire world. Mm-hmm. You really want to be a grandfather? No, because I haven't gone. Because that's I, what like a grandpa says, Drew. I got to go in and put on my bed pants. I haven't put on. I haven't gone to bed pants and sweater yet. When I arrive at bed pants and sweater, it's grandpa time. Okay. <laughs> Claire, what's up? I thought he said bed pants, so my whole morning is is my whole day yeah. is on its access now. All right. Right at the young and what's up, man? Welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm excited to be back. Uh, it was a whole weekend of video games, so now I'm ready to come back to real life. Video games and naps. <laughs> That's what I'm about. <laughs> and he confided in me that some weekends make him look forward to getting back to work. Our host, Duffet. That's true. My kids are, are in the thing right now where they're refusing to take off their Halloween costumes. You right? know, they've already opened oh, it up, and yeah. I'm like, come on, it's not even Halloween yet. But but, and then they start, you know throwing out that they want to be the same thing that they were for Halloween last year. And I'm like, but we just got you this Halloween costume. Oh. And like, no, but I want... So it's just very confusing. Eva yeah, your Mende- daughter runs through about four Halloween costumes a year. A year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, easy. I mean, yeah. that's what that's what I used to do as a kid. I want to go as uh, Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I want to be Batman now. Oh, no, you know, I want to be Michael Myers. Right. Yeah. It's such a big deal, though. It's so important to kids. Yeah. Yeah. In my day, we got one costume and one costume only. Right. Back in your day last week. Yeah, really? I was going to say in 1914. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what Halloween was like trick-or-treating with horses, Drew. <laughs> Surprisingly mobile. You can cover a lot of ground on a little pony. So Eva Mendez uh, was on the Kelly Clarkson show the other day, and she was talking about her kids never, ever changing their costumes. With Wizard of Oz and Dorothy. Oh, so they've been Dorothy every year. Yeah. So we're like, well, this That's year... financially let's say- awesome financially great but we're like let's you know maybe we could do like a bloody dorothy like i could just put some blood on you or something yeah switch it up a little bit yeah. as long as it's a different costume all right you guys uh it's gonna be a fun monday show here comes monday let's go oh yeah it's happens live and now and now it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Folks, I'm here. What's up? Any day worker play, I'm going to be there for you right away. But I'm going to take you out of Tennessee right now. Look at the size of those pepperonis. <laughs> I do like pepperoni. <laughs> the Tennessee couple's engagement photos are going viral because they did them in 
the nude, oh, oh. and covered their naughty bits with slices of pizza. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> Normally it's not, but it's exactly what oh. I'm Apparently they're big fans because um, the guy also used a pizza to propose. He's a firefighter, personal trainer, and surprised her by having a bunch of friends and family stand in front of his fire truck. And then he got down on one knee and uh, talked about how great her hiney was and opened a pizza box with a ring inside of it. You know, is it is it an attempt to go viral? Is this for hits and clicks? What's the deal here? I'm, I'm sensing a disconnect between a, a fireman, personal trainer, and all this pizza talk. Yeah. It, let's see. To come in I have audio. Worlds. I have audio. He's got a nice butt. He opens up the pizza box. There's the ring. I don't get it. I just. Hmm. Things make you go. Hmm. Things make you go. Hmm. No, the wedding photos might put me off pizza for a while, and that's saying something. Yeah. yeah. Page two. What are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of my wife's home state of Louisiana. Folks, we got another case of high-speed chicken feed. Uh-oh. Uh, that's what I call meth, by the way. <laughs> 27-year-old guy in Louisiana got caught with some meth after cops found him walking down the street and saying naughty words. <laughs> hmm. He claimed that uh, all of his paperwork had been stolen by SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay. <laughs> Dang it, SpongeBob. There's your sign. Usually yep. Patrick your sign. is the mischievous one. What if that's just the name of like a, a gang boss name? Like some guys adopted. Because, you know, these are younger Sponge kids Bob are now in those positions me. where right. they could be gang leaders. Yeah. And they grew up on SpongeBob. Vinny like, the Lip is now SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, someday I'm going to be SpongeBob SquarePants and they so will you're know saying my name. Like, <laughs> they will cower in fear. So you're saying it's like SpongeBob is trying to take me down. <laughs> that's right. And he's really the head leader. Heisenberg. SpongeBob. <laughs> Let's see. Mr. Squarepants, I'm afraid you're under arrest. Uh, but, but Mr. Krabs, I didn't do anything. I was framed. It wasn't me. Ah! <laughs> you're welcome, kids. You're welcome, kids. Oh, no. <laughs> we took a long time to find that clip, by the way. Yeah, it took a minute. Just for that What Are You Kidding Me story. And there you go. You got the What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the day. It's The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. Welcome back to the show. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, you could always say what's up, comment, send us your questions, comments, concerns. Go to Facebook, search Follow Fits. And with a weekend, you always have the good parts of your weekend and you have the bad parts of your weekend, right? The peak being the best part of your weekend, the pit being the worst part of your weekend. So let's get to it. The peak and the pit now. Going up, down, up, down, up, down. Up, get it? Up. Mm-hmm. Oh, Best part. That's yeah. the peak. Mm-hmm. What's the down part? That's the pit. That's the, That's the pit. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Going up, down, up, down, up, down. All right. Uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. Give us the peak and the pit from your weekend. The peak for me, I finally got to see the Joker, you guys. Oh, nice. Any yeah. I, it, it was, you know, just like you said, really, really interesting. You start thinking, like, okay, what does this have to do with, like, you know, Batman and stuff? And then you really look at it and, and, and you realize how much it's really happening in society mm-hmm. and you never really know who's around you you never know what someone around you is going through you never know what has happened in their life or their or their day so 
everybody, not only should you always be aware of, you know, people around you notice if someone is really down, but also, man, if you see something, say something. That's what I also yeah. learned from it. If you right. see something, always say something. Something else really quick about that is they we always think of the joker as a batman villain like we only think of him in the context right of it. But what mm-hmm. that movie does is show you there's a whole story to this guy before he ever met batman before there even was a batman mm-hmm. how did he end up being the guy he is he's not dependent on batman for his story he, exactly he's got a story and that's what the movie does exactly and my pit is uh so my daughter drew is just started taking gymnastics and stuff so all weekend long uh, while i was trying to watch my cowboys play she was doing these back bends this back bridge th- all all day, all mm-hmm. night, back bridges everywhere you look <laughs> in the kitchen, uh, by the fireplace on the back deck. It's back bridge time, and I, you know, I'm just kind of done with that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Daddy, look, 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 Daddy, Daddy, That's Daddy, it. Daddy, look. Yeah. look at me. Watch what I can do. Look what I can but do. The Cowboys are say, playing. It's like Stuart from Matt TV. Look what I can look do. What I can yeah. do. <laughs> all right, Drew, let's get to it. Go ahead. Up, down, up, down, up, down. The peak in the pit. As mentioned earlier, new pajama pants. So the that was one of the peaks. Just taking some extra time. <laughs> Make some breakfast, make an yes. extra pot of coffee, chill a little bit longer. When you all get morning. excited for the weekend in your pajama pants, right? <laughs> oh, tell I me I'm it. wrong. There's a lot of people agreeing with me yeah. right now. Oh, I'm agree with you 100%. <laughs> but the pit was so my girlfriend and I had planned on going out on Saturday night and going to one of the big haunted houses with a friend of ours. Um, it's a gal who's always breaking up with her boyfriend. And oh. she told us oh, yeah. earlier this week, <laughs> Hanika. Was, her name's Hanika. They are done for good. It's over. Let's spend, let's fr- spend some friend time together. So we thought this would be a nice way to take her out. Day of, she says, oh, no, we're fine again, so he's going to come along. Uh, so oh. awkward. Like, this guy that she's told us all these terrible things about, now we got to sit there and hang out but with him? But at what point are you going to sit there and say, man, this individual has some problems? It, you don't know what it, when it's your place. Or, you know? <laughs> all right. Claire, the peak and the pit. Going up, down, up, down, up, down. Uh, my favorite way to spend the day is in a park full of dogs dressed up in Halloween costumes. So, Oh, you uh, were that lady, yeah, huh? We, we took the dogs to the neighborhood Halloween uh, parade and contest for dogs. Uh, Sadie, uh, my do- little uh, GSP, was dressed up in her like uh, Snoopy aviator glasses with the scarf and all that oh, stuff and cool. the nice. helmet. And uh, Luna has these little bull horns. They're like these fuzzy, like Luna's a little bull. She's like a little white German shepherd with little bull horns on her. It was very cute. So that was fun, like hanging out with dogs and well, people are okay, but dogs are ba- are great because <laughs> the problem with people is they have germs, and unfortunately, I caught a cold, so I spent Sunday just like sniffling oh. and coughing. Oh, and you brought it up in here? I did, which, there by you. the what? way, actually wasn't that bad because it was just an excuse to lie around and watch football. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but there was no beer involved, and that makes me sad. Ryder the Youngin is right over there, uh, and, and we know his weekends, he told us, usually consist of taking naps and video games. Heck the yeah. peak in the pit. Going up, down, up, down, up. Well, the peak was actually pretty awesome. Uh, me and one of my buddies, uh, we got into this local gaming kind of thing where we go into the shop and you get to play a tournament. So we sat there and we played, and I ended up winning. Wow! It was uh, cash. No, yeah, actually, I actually won like a hundred bucks doing this. Dang! So it's illegal video game night. Yeah. No, 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 maybe. Uh, Wait, real, <laughs> real money or Bitcoin? No, real money. Yeah. Oh, wow. So okay. Right. It's, buying lunch. Uh, it's a Dragon Ball fighting game. Where yeah. You, yeah. So I completely crushed it. Uh, the pit of it was that my friend is not talking to me because I beat him. Ah, it yeah, gets that sad. competitive with the video games, It gets huh? that competitive, and I, I beat him really fast, and he got very upset about it. All right. And then he ended up leaving, and he was my ride, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to Monday, folks. This Fitch happens live. It's the Fitch Show. 
It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. You never know when you're going to be called upon. You never know when your courage or lack of courage, you just never know when you're going to be called upon to, to act. Anybody know the name Kevin Frazier? Does it sound familiar? Yeah, Ke- of course. Mm. What? Frazier. No, right? Are they young? No. No. Dr. Fraser Crane. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, he's a fictional yeah, character. Not, yes. not Dr. Fraser Crane. Yeah. Uh, that's right, Claire. He's not He's he's not a real dude, right? Yeah, the young. Real- yeah, you know. Oh. But anyway. Okay. No, Kevin Fraser is a normal guy who came up on an accident, scene of an accident, and he decided to save someone's life. Uh, he was working across the street when uh, a crash happened right in front of him. And he went over to help. And I just seen uh, three people inside. I just immediately, out of my instinct, helped them up, helped them out of the car. I was just thinking about them at the time. Mm -hmm. And here's the moment that uh, he was told that he saved someone that you might know, Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt was in a serious car accident. Yes, Helen Hunt, yeah. When did you realize who it was? Um, Just now. Just now? <laughs> so I'm telling you just now that it was Helen Hunt, the, an actress from Hollywood. Uh, yes. So you had no idea. Wow. And yeah. and after that, he went to go watch Twister this weekend. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then as good as it gets. And mad, mad about you. Yeah, yeah. Mad about you. Mad about you. Yeah. You're right. As good as it, She won an Oscar for she As did. Good As It Gets. Yeah, right. she did. With Jack right. Nicholson. Yeah. By the way, she's okay. Yeah. She's, yeah. Now, she's now this morning resting at her house. So. Because this hero was there. The hero was there. Mm-hmm. There's a hero. When you look inside your heart. All right, Drew, choose your news. Well, this fall weather is definitely, it's binge time, right? It's time to close the doors, draw the blinds, watch a lot of TV. So I found a list of how long it would take you to binge some of our favorite shows all the way through. Okay. Uh, So if you're into, you know, the whole political thing and you want to watch Aaron Sorkin's West Wing, it'll take you over six days to watch The West Wing. If you're a Trekkie, Star Trek Next Generation, seven days, wow. 10 hours, Dang. which makes this the is... office feel like <laughs> it, it, like a, an economy of effort. Because yeah. to watch the entire series of The Office would take you just four days and three hours. No kidding. To see the wow. whole story. All right. Very cool. Hey, Dang. Claire, what about you? Choose your news. I know one thing that concerns parents when their kids are on gaming consoles is the language. If you have oh. the voice chat feature <laughs> oh, yeah. on your Xbox... These kids swear like sailors, and the stuff they say to each other is is just blood Can I tell you, from personal experience, I've heard my son on a school night at like 2.30 in the morning shout this profanity, whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? And he, he's out of his, his mind. He didn't even realize you know, what he's saying, that he's waking up his family. You're right. It's yep. getting crazy, Claire. Well, guess what? Microsoft has figured out technology to bleep out the swear words, and Whoa. if you're doing it too much... They can just mute you all together. They are rolling it out, or at least working on rolling it out, for the next version of Xbox that's coming out. And not only are they targeting bad words, uh, they're also looking at what they call toxicity. That's Mm. a little trickier, because when you're playing like a a shoot-em-up game, like a war game, you are going to have conversations like, let's go kill them all, or blah, 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 whatever. And you're shouting a lot. You're shouting a lot. But they're trying to figure out when it's like inappropriately that kind of stuff is getting said. So that might be a little bit of a challenge for them. All right, Ryder the Youngin, choose your news. Well, two two California men were arrested in the roles of a long-running sting after stealing multiple things. Do you guys want to take a guess at what it was that they were stealing? What they stole? Cars? Nope. 
Gerbils. Nope. Jewelry. Nope, it was cheese. <gasps> the oh. nerve. These guys are down in California in what's called mm. Kings, with an S, County, and they have been running a stolen cheese sting since 2017, <laughs> and they've made over $3 billion doing it. Get out. After wow. stealing. Get out. He's like the Walter White of cheese. In 16 years, they made $3 wow. billion dollars on cheese? No, 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 no. Not even in six years. They've only been doing this since 2017. I'm in the oh wrong business. Goodness. Wow. I am in yeah. the wrong business. Well, but here's the thing. They've been stealing so much that they've sold over a half a million dollars in cheese. Or no, $50,000 in cheese, not half a million. All right. Yeah. So, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Wow. Mm, hope nobody cut that cheese. Uh, they looks like they might have. Okay. <laughs> uh, there you go. Choose your news. Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. I'm so excited to announce our fearless female winners, folks. This girl is on fire. We love our fearless females. NASA has made history as two women astronauts embarked on the first ever all-female spacewalk from the ISS. NASA astronauts Christina Koch and Jessica Meir exited the International Space Station. The first time in a half century of spacewalking that a woman floated out without a male crewmate. Yes! Woo! Woo! Mm-hmm. Woo! That is literally fearless females. <laughs> I know, I'd be freaking out. I know. <laughs> I'd say, ladies, I'm going to go back in. Y'all just do what you got to do out there. Uh, that's a big deal, isn't it? That is a huge, huge yeah. deal. So it was supposed to happen a few months ago, and it had to get aborted for certain reasons, and yeah. now they've done it, and they're like, next man up, let's do it. Next woman up. Which is amazing, and when, yep. when they're out there, you know, with the Wi-Fi out there on the space, they actually ordered um, makeup and everything oh. right out oh. there. You were uh, doing so well. Yeah, you were you doing really, you, you yeah. were doing really great. Off. They were watching the what Cooking Network. Yep. The, uh, oh. Come on, yeah. this is a huge, oh. actually, that's a compliment, not, Drew. Some, actually, people, the, the, some people like that. The walk started 15 minutes late because they couldn't find the right shoes. Oh, my oh. gosh. Claire, it's okay that she says it. Now, Claire, <laughs> yeah. now you just went over the line. I sure did. <laughs> Congratulations, ladies. This is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like, for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Welcome to Monday. And we're getting ready for The Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip. Coming up in just a little bit, Claire, what, uh, what's going on? We nearly lost Lady Gaga to a performance accident, but mm. fortunately her stage in Las Vegas is hello. And we have, <laughs> uh, we have audio of this. Nobody else what? in the nation has audio of the Gaga fall. We have it. Stand by. Drew is standing by with the Monday reality check. Former Defense Secretary James Mattis spoke at the famed Al Smith dinner last night. And Mattis took on the president after Trump called him the world's most overrated general. And some of you were kind during the reception and asked me, you know, uh, if this bothered me to have been rated this way uh, based on what Donald Trump said. I said, of course not. I'd earned my spurs on the battlefield, Martin, as you pointed out. And Donald Trump earned his spurs in a letter from a doctor. So... (laughs) Yeah, a bit of a war of words. That took place at the uh, what's called the uh, Al Miller uh, dinner. It's a, a huge charitable event. It's been going on for years, and it's it's classic or it's standard to have kind of a roast environment at this dinner. That was General Mad Dog Mattis. Mad Dog Mattis speaking out. Uh, as you know, the former Secretary of Defense uh, was let go by the president, and obviously there's no love lost between the two. So he was getting his chance to kind of you know. Blast back a little bit. He he's not known widely for his humor, 
he does have some pretty clever things to say. But in this, uh, he took the opportunity here to go back against the president and, and say, hey, it's not that bad to be considered overrated by the same guy who, who called uh, Meryl Streep overrated. So there you go. General Mad Dog Mattis is the Meryl Streep of generals. So what happens now? Probably nothing. <laughs> it's, just, it's words. Uh, you know, one thing you can say about the president, he's got about a dozen war of words going on uh, in, yeah. on multiple fronts at all times. So right. I don't with, think he'll really. With people who he probably won't even make for. mention of this. Yeah, probably yeah. let this one go. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's the Monday reality check. The Fitz Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. Lady Gaga is okay. Return to your homes. But it was a very scary moment at her show in Vegas when she fell off the stage. She had basically invited a fan up to dance with her. And she did some kind of fancy dance move with him. And then they both fell off the stage and landed on their heads. I Claire, believe we have exclusive I, I do. I, um, How did you get this, Fitz? You think I'm going to tell people that? Was, mm-hmm. was Nashville Jeff in Vegas? He could have been. Please, my, it was secret, a Gaga my, show. my secret audio source sent this to me. Nobody else has this. Fitz was probably in the front row recording with his phone. Probably. <laughs> the Gaga show. I love Gaga. I'm a little monster. You are a little monster. <laughs> but yes, I have exclusive audio of Lady Gaga. Hang on. I don't know if it's appropriate to play. Yeah. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> in the shadow, shadow. <laughs> oh. Thought you said she was going to be okay. Like a melon squishing there. Yeah, it like her yeah. got she fell. Yeah. She wasn't fell as on shallow as you thought. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. It's actually a little bit higher stage. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, also a scary moment for members of the royal family yesterday: a British Royal Air Force plane carrying Prince William and Duchess Kate, that's Kate Middleton, had to abort their landing twice in a lightning storm in Pakistan. Oh. Put all those things together in your head. Oh they are gosh. on an official royal visit to Pakistan, and they were returning to Islamabad after a day of engagements in Lahore. When they got caught up in the storm, they tried to land and then went back up and then tried to land and went back up and then ended up going back to Lahore. How freaking scary is How that? How petrifying is that, too? Oh my like, gosh. Pakistan. I've, I've it, done that. Yeah, and it sounds scary, but those pilots are such pros. I was speaking to my yeah. uh, my friend who's a pilot this last week, and he was telling me about certain runways and certain airports are really bad where yeah. you get one shot and one shot only. And yeah. these guys are cool as ice. He's like, eh, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. You, you know what? You're right. They have so much training in that simulator. Oh, yeah. So yeah. much training, all scenarios. They are pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but all the training in the world doesn't help you if the lightning hits the plane. Oh, that's true. Well, the, the planes are actually, yeah, actually designed safe. for that. Well, because it's planes, a tube, the planes lightning. get struck uh-huh. by lightning all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, it does what? happen a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the time. God, I wish I didn't know that. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. turns out Netflix totally knows you're sharing passwords, and they are totally working okay. on a way to stop you. They are now monitoring accounts that they believe to be shared, and they're looking into what they call consumer-friendly ways of stopping you. What they mean by consumer-friendly is they're trying to punish the people that are using the passwords and not paying for it, and not the people that are paying for it but giving out their passwords. Yeah. That's a slippery slope. Uh-huh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Disney Plus has spent a long time studying how people steal each other's network uh, Netflix passwords, and they're going to make Disney Plus so that you can't do it. Oh, they've probably been, they've probably been studying my children. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they have. <laughs> they've been studying everyone in my family, that's for sure. I hope HBO doesn't catch on. Oh, did I say that out loud? Dang it. There you go. you got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz file. This is the Fitz Show. He's taller than a jolly green giant. By golly, it's the tallest radio personality in North America. 
It's the Fit Show. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, my name is Fitz. There's Drew. There's Ryder the Youngin right over there. Claire is the only woman on a woman on the show. And there's been this conversation going on. I've really seen a lot on social media about creepy men. About, you know, things men do that they think are okay, but they're actually very, very creepy. Yeah. One thing is, it's like I found out from my wife and some of her friends that when somebody becomes single, maybe they got divorced or if they're single, that guys instantly start trying to slide into their DMs on social media. Mm-hmm. Instantly. In seconds. In, in it's, seconds. It's like seconds. men have like some kind of radar, radar for <laughs> single women. That's creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's instant creepiness. Something else that uh, was brought up on, on things men do that they think are okay but are actually creepy, getting explicit the first time you're texting. Oh. The yeah. first time? Yeah, yeah. that's not right. Mm-hmm. Asking a woman you just met if she lives alone. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. That's not even flirty uh, no. creepy. Yeah. That's like serial killer creepy. That's, that's like dumb. Ted, that's like Ted Bundy creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on. Casually touching a woman's thigh or back while you're talking to her. No. Believe it or not, there's no. a lot of guys, especially what back in the day. Have you ever seen that show... Mad Men? Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Was that was that really what the environment was like back then? What do you mean back then? Uh, it was like that now. <laughs> oh, no. I, I've never seen I I've never seen it like okay. that like it like the it, environment like it, of Mad Men absolutely. Is it still I that mean was obviously a time and place in the 60s and 70s. And obviously but I'm a man. Yeah. yeah. I can't I can't answer this. Do you really yes. uh, uh, do you still see it in the workplace? Absolutely. Now, it's a wow. lot, it's a lot less because of some high profile things that have happened over the last 5 or 6 years right. where men are finally getting the message and there's been a generational change too. That that kind of casual, oh, let me rub your shoulders, honey. Aren't you pretty in that skirt today? That kind of stuff is going away now. But it, it's you so, have to go back to the sixties to find it. Believe me. Wow. So what about this? Is, I can go is, back is it to like a couple months? Is ago. it inappropriate if I walked up to a woman and said, "Hey, you know, you're looking so nice today, honey." It's all in how you say it. <sighs> yeah. Is this it's at how, work? Then yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Here's I feel what like- you can say. Hey, you look really nice today. Well, here's what you can say. Hey, you look really nice today. Throw the honey in there. Yeah, Yeah, with with the honey. honey. With the honey. So it's all about sort of the tone as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Other things guys think are okay, but they're really creepy. When a woman is walking on the sidewalk, driving slowly next to them, trying to talk to them. Creepy. Yeah, especially if you're whistling. That's bad, right, Claire? Very bad. (laughs) Yeah, girls don't want no scrub. No. (laughs) Giving unsolicited shoulder massages. Eh, Oh, don't do that. Do not. I know. Tilly out. I know a guy that did that at GameStop, and he thought it was. I know like a guy that did that too. He's running for president. Claire- <laughs> <laughs> um. And here's what's what's really bad about that is every once in a while, like I'll get a little crick in my neck, and it would be nice to go, "Hey, Ryder, can you rub the shoulder thing?" If but you, you can't, because now you'll get in trouble. Wait, oh, yeah. no, I not get you in trouble. Not but if, if somebody, not sighs. if you ask for it. If you ask for it. Uh-huh. I think it's perfectly appropriate. Yeah. I agree with you personally, but yeah. if someone else sees it, they could report him. They could. What about this? Moving a woman's clothing to get a better look at her tattoo. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. What? Moving a person's clothing, period. <laughs> yeah, I, I always see I have tattoos on my arm, and that's like one of my big pet peeves is when somebody grabs my arm or like physically yeah. like grabs onto me to move my clothes to look at them. I'm like, I can show you. Don't touch me. <laughs> okay. Can I, can uh, I yeah. throw one more in sure, there? Sure, go ahead. Pregnant women. Do not find it cute when oh. you come up and touch their belly. Right, and go, oh, that's for yeah. that's that's for ladies too. Don't yeah. go up and touch anybody's no. belly. I agree. One more thing that guys think is uh, you know pretty normal, but it's actually very very creepy. Asking a woman, "Where's my hug?" Oh, <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> we all know that guy. Uh, <laughs> 
So, check this out. Straight out of country. This Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fitch Show. We're now. We're gonna kick this thing again. Now, back to the Fitch Show. Folks, first of all, remember the other day on the show we were talking about Ryder the Youngin, and he's doing a, a complete... Scary movie marathon for the month of October. Literally every single night, Ryder the Youngin is watching a scary movie. And I said, there's not one really scary movie that scares me. I was wrong. There actually is one. (laughs) One. And it really affected my childhood in in a way. Only one. I can't believe I didn't say this the other day, but it was Poltergeist. Really? Oh, really? Okay. You know, Come to the Light, Carol Ann? Yeah. Have you seen that, Ryder? Yeah, I actually watched that a few... uh like last weekend? No, the original one. Craig no, T. The Nelson. Original one. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You, you were like her age when it came out, Fitz? I was a kid when yeah. Poltergeist. I was a, yeah. I was probably, I don't, do you know what year it came out? Uh, I believe it was, it was 1981. I was an 80s, was an 80s baby. 80, 80 or 81? Yeah. 82, I think. Yeah. Well, okay, so you were I, young. And- yeah, so I would yeah. probably be, when I really got to watch it, you know, six or seven, I guess. So mm-hmm. it was probably a couple of years old by that point. But it really messed me up when it came to the closet and the closet light being on. Remember what happened? Everything was sucked into the closet, come to the light, mm-hmm. Carol Ann. Yeah. Right. And to this day, I'm still a little affected by dark room, but the closet light being on. That's oh. really weird to me still. Interesting. I say this because we're going to give you the neighborhood ca- uh, scare cash word right oh, now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying Drew was watching TV one night and looked at you and said, they're here. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Stop it. Yes, white vans and closets with lights on scare me. Just be real. Welcome, welcome to the welcome, Fit welcome, Show. Welcome. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. So there's a little first grader in Wisconsin who lost a tooth at school last week. He was on the playground and he couldn't find it. And if you know about kids when they lose their teeth, you know, a lot of them are very, very excited about the tooth fairy. So when they can't find their tooth, There's a lot of anxiety there, you know? But his principal did something to make sure that he got paid for it. Kurt Angeli is the principal at uh, Gillette Elementary School. That's about 30 miles outside of Green Bay. And he found out about his student who lost his tooth at recess. Um, Apparently it was already loose, got knocked out while they were playing a game. They searched, you know, all throughout the recess, couldn't find it. So Kurt sat down. That's the principal, and he wrote a letter to the tooth fairy, vouching for the kid. And then he printed it on official school letterhead, and he sent it home with him. And in the letter, he explained what happened, then asked the tooth fairy to, quote, please accept this letter as official verification of a lost tooth and provide the standard monetary exchange rate you would normally use. (laughs) Maybe even a little extra, because this kid is a great kid. Uh, he also added a joke at the end about how he's still waiting on his own payout from having his wisdom teeth removed in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any word on that one yet. But, no, but I oh. hope the tooth fairy gives him a solid there. That's yeah. nice. Isn't yeah. that cool? Yeah. That is really sweet. That's going the extra mile for your students. It sure is. And principals and administrators and teachers, again, they don't do it for the money. They do it because they have hearts and they know that kids need them. Yeah. That's why they do it. Also, you know those parents probably got a great laugh out of that. He did that for them, too, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. They're like, thanks, principal. <laughs> I got a voucher for it, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Live.
Believe it or not, those stories that are so unbelievable. Yeah. But they're actually true. Believe it or not, the stories are true. Don't ever let anyone try to bullshit you. Maybe you should be dead, nearly chopped off your head. Fitz's show is on. Believe it or not, he's a giraffe. Raff, 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 raff. He's a giraffe. Giraffe. Carolyn, believe it or not. So, yeah, so believe it or not, I got into a dog fight the other day. You got into a dog fight? Sort of, yeah, I got into a dog fight. Um, my dog and another dog got into it at the dog park, and my hands got in there somehow, and uh, I got bit on both hands. So everybody was bloody. The other dog was bloody. My dog was fine. And we all stepped out of the dog park, making sure that everybody was okay. And the guy offered me money right there and then. He's like, oh, please don't call anybody. I'll just give you money for your fingers. Wow. You offender. So you're I mean, saying yeah. you won a dog fight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So he just walked up, you know, so he didn't want to get his dog in trouble. Yeah. That sounds like a repeat wow. offender. And you had two puncture wounds on each hand? Yeah, I thought my finger was actually broken. Um, it's I, still, I can't, I can't bend it. Oh. Uh, he broke my finger, and his dog's a pit bull, so he didn't want anybody called. Uh. Did you get checked for rabies? He said the dog had the rabies shot about a year and a half ago, so... Oh, I'd be saying, show me the papers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I respect your aggressiveness and the fact that you just dove into the dog fight, so thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Nick real quick. Nick, believe it or not. Hey, guys, believe it or not, I met Lady Gaga after a friend and I snuck backstage after her concert. Seriously? Now, how do you just sneak backstage yeah. at a Lady Gaga show? I find that hard to believe with security I right now. It's hard to believe. That's why it's we, believe it or uh, not. <laughs> so at the end of the concert, they immediately started breaking down the set. And me and my friend were on the floor and we noticed that there was this curtain that people were just walking back, like the workers, I guess the, what are they called? The roadies or whatnot. And they yeah. just started breaking it all down while everyone was leaving the arena. And, uh, I was a little inebriated at the time, uh, <laughs> and I told my friend, I said, let's just walk back there. It's right there. And so we just started walking back, and we started walking around, and, and saw some of the opening acts around, and we saw Lady Gaga, and we just kind of asked for a picture. And, and afterwards, uh, that's when the, the people realized that we didn't have any backstage passes, and they were like, hey, what are you guys doing? And we just kind of we, we left. We were like, thank you, Lady Gaga. Sorry. Bye. And we just kind of walked out. You should have asked her to sing Shallow in front of you. <laughs> Hello. All right. Thank you so much for the call. We're going to go to Jared real quick. Jared, believe it or not. So, believe it or not, I have matched with the same girl on three different dating apps. (laughs) (laughs) It's kismet. It's meant to be. You guys should be married right now. Well, here's the thing: is, is every time we've matched, we've we've gone out three times, and it, like it started to become sort of like an in joke. But we have no chemistry. <laughs> that is the weirdest oh. thing. Oh, I feel like it's serendipity. You guys have to get married. You need to you need to marry her now. 
Jump the uh, gun, do it. Rom-coms. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is totally a Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan movie. You have to make it work. Right? Yes. No, this is not is an ad for those dating sites. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> it happens live. 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 happens live. Live. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're not a P1, you need to be one. Just tune us in, turn it up, keep it on. Set uh, this show is the number one button on your preset. That's what being a P1 is all about. And also, you know what? We we love uh, uh, seeing what's going on from from your eyes. So snap what you see and just send it back to me real quick. Go to my Facebook page. And seriously, just snap what you see. We want to see where you are, what you're doing. Keep it clean, please. Please keep it clean. <laughs> Go to Facebook, search, follow Fitz. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago on the show, I think we talked about my buddy Drew. He's refusing to pass out anything for Halloween. Uh, he's that guy who shuts the porch light off and just sort of watches the sadness of the children walk by his front house. And you, you sort of like that sadness. I don't love the sadness part. I, I prefer that it's dark so I can't yeah. see it. And they just walk by. <laughs> It hasn't been as big of a problem. My neighborhood used to be crazy. I started doing this when there were hundreds of kids trick or treating. <laughs> mm-hmm. It you was just like love to take away their joy. Well, yeah, right? at that point you yeah. can't afford it. So uh, you started it because you were too cheap. Now you just continue it because you're a curmudgeon. Exactly, Claire nailed it. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, what do you call my neighborhood? Grew up. What do you call a Halloween Grinch? Ooh. Drew. Like a <laughs> that would be like a goblin. A, a boo goblin. humbug. <laughs> boo humbug. Oh man. You're welcome. You're the you're the you're the you're the devil who stole Halloween. You sure are. Oh. But isn't Halloween about uh, little devils and goblins? No, so. mm, no. no, it's not. Not true. at all. It's no. about you know what? You're the reason why schools are taking away Halloween in schools mm-hmm. because everybody's mm-hmm. complaining about the devils and the goblins. It's really about kids going out, having fun in the costume, getting candy. Yeah, it's not about but them instead- doing it at my house. Mm. Well, you know what you could use right now, Drew? What? Because you're missing out on a little bit of life. All right. You're missing out on a little bit of joy. Okay. You could use a good old-fashioned dad joke. <laughs> it's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> because dad, your jokes are the worst. Last time I checked, I'm the only daddy in this room. I'm the only person who gets to tell dad jokes, period. Okay. And it's scientifically proven that dad jokes bring joy to people's lives. I recently took up meditation. It's better than just sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Okay. Okay. That hurt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> Because, Dad, your jokes are the worst. And now, this is The Fit Show. Hey, what's up? It's The Fit Show. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Welcome back to the show. My name's Fitz. On Twitter, two words. Follow Fitz. There's Drew, Claire, and Ryder the Youngin. I met my buddy Ryder the Youngin at a GameStop, I don't know, five, six months ago. We were talking about video games and... Then he told me he liked radio, and then I brought him in the studio. But there was somebody else that I met at the GameStop that day. 
talking about video games. And that was a dude named Shade, who was just kind of a clerk who worked with Ryder the Young and at the GameStop. I thought he was the manager. No, he was the you know, nope. he was the, not the a manager. ranking game nope. guy. Nope. No, we he was a, not. We the, the closest thing to that, we had a joke that he was the assistant to the regional manager yeah. because he did all the manager <laughs> right. work. By the way, are they still mad at you at GameStop? Are they still accusing me of, of basically stealing you from GameStop to come work on the radio? <laughs> You're a poacher. Yeah, I, I was just about to say one of the guys that yep. I used to work with, I got a message and he was like, "How's uh poacher? How's the poacher show?" And I was like, "What? What is that?" And he goes, <laughs> "Well, the poacher show's doing just fine." <laughs> and I want to bring in Shane right now because we also learned that uh shade who's like a, a new producer with us from gamestop he's a great rapper oh yeah there's so much so much to complain about so much craziness in the world right now that there is one man that we go to when we need someone to throw some shade bring him on in it's time for throwing shade everybody bring him in he's leaving his room now oh he's walking everybody please stand for shade i'll rise oh i can't sit for this no way wow Oh, got his glasses on, his hat is turned around like his power switch. It is on. Shade, what would you like to, uh, you know, complain about today? Well, uh, the last month or so, you know, we're getting into that time of year, that really creepy, creepy time of year. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm not talking about Halloween. I'm Ooh. talking about spider season. Oh, oh, oh dang. I've been seeing them in my house, in the corners, and it seems like every time I go outside, I walk through a freaking spider web. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know. You like a little arachnophobia? Yeah. And just this week, I swear, I've walked through like four of them. So the last time it happened, I got so mad, I, I had to start rapping. All right. It's a battle rap now. Shade. Throwing shade on spiders. spiders. Yeah. You want You want something funky fresh? Give me something fresh. Uh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> it's time to throw out shade again, and you want to know the reason? I've had about enough of this freaking spider season. I see them scurry across the room when I... Uh, I'm going to start that line again. I see them scurry no, across the room. No, you know what we're going to do, Shay? We're starting this thing over. The whole thing? Yeah, okay. dude. You ready? I'm ready. Let's crank it. Let's get fresher. <laughs> <laughs> Funkier uh, and fresher. Hey, refresher. Refresher. <laughs> uh... It's time to throw out shade again, and you'll want to know the reason. I've had about enough of this freaking spider season. They scurry across the room, then I don't know where they went. I know they're living in my house, but I can't charge them rent. Sometimes I want to fight them, but then I don't want to risk it. I've seen spiders bigger than my dog, Mr. Biscuit. And people say they're mostly harmless and they rarely ever bite. But I don't want them on me in the middle of the night. And outside their little traps, you know, they're all over the place. Every step I get a sticky, icky strand across my face. <laughs> What's on the front porch, my back porch, where I park my car? I have to carry a machete just to chop from where they are. And while I don't like spiders, yeah, they're not my biggest fear. But I don't want to get work to work with one hanging from my ear. <laughs> Thanks for giving me the time to share my spider season follies. I'm going to wrap my wrap up now before I get the creepy crawlies. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Yeah! All right. Nice. Wow. Oh, he. Oh, oh, oh damn. He just dropped the mic. Oh, he is out. He's slamming the door open. Wow. He's, he's back in the box. He's there. Dang it. It's over. Wow. Just like that, man. Like a thief in the night. He's in and out. Wow. A lot of people can relate that, myself included. Me too. That is. Sick. Hang on. That was a sick beat. Ah, that was a sick beat. All right, and with that, I think I, th- I mean we just what is what's left to do? Uh, I think you guys know. 
If you have any idea for a good battle rap for Shade, message me now. Go to Facebook, search Follow Fitz. Fitz happens. Live. Just be real. Welcome, Welcome to the Fitz Show. Hey, it would be so awesome if you told a friend or a coworker or a loved one about our show. You know what I mean? We're not like one of them big, massive companies who, you know, like to buy all the shiny objects and toys and pay guests and stuff. And I, no, 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 no. Here's what we do. We have fun on the radio. That we have fun. This show is like high school with pay, where every day is a Friday. You better believe that. And that's what we want to do. There's Drew and Claire, Ryder the Youngin. Hey, let me ask you guys, what's been the least fun point in your life? The least fun point in your life. And give me the age. Oh. Hmm. The least fun point in I'll life. tell you mine. Okay. Probably like, well, because of like life circumstances and, and, you know, stuff. Probably 26 was the toughest year on me just as far as like, you know, I was going through like some custody stuff and that was really hard and... You know, transitioning to like another move in radio in another city. So, from a stress point, but although 26 was fun in a lot of other ways too, huh? Mm-hmm. But the least fun point in your life, that, that would probably be mine. What about you, Drew? Okay, yeah, I do have mine. So That I, was also when I was kind of living in my Bronco for a period of time. Maybe the same for you. You lived exactly. in your car for a period of time. Exactly. So we both did. When I... Um, <laughs> when I was... Uh, so, I was married for a short time. A lot of people don't know that. <gasps> what? Yeah. And uh, when that ended, that was a pretty unfun time for me. So I got booted. She kicked me out of the house, which we shared. And uh, yeah. I, I thought, you know, she said I need some space. So I gave her some space. And I thought she'll she'll get over this in a couple of days, yeah. a couple of weeks, whatever. And so at first I was staying in a hotel. And I was just working. I just started working extra. I worked every shift I could get. I just worked all the time. And coincidentally, when I wasn't working, I didn't have anywhere else to go. So I would go down to the gym. That's when I met Fitz. He met me at the gym. Aww. Right. Yes. That's why we met. But after paying for a, a hotel for a couple of weeks, I thought, oh, she's just she's a week or two away. I'm working all these shifts. I'm not sleeping that much. I'll just sleep in the back of my car. Yeah. I, I had why Dodge not? Durango. I said, I'll just sleep in the back of my Durango for a couple nights, and then then this will all blow over. So two weeks later, I said, I better go rent a house because yeah. she's not budging. Did you ever have the uh, the hanger like in the back of your truck where you can hang your clothes? I did that. Of course. The little the, the little rod? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Don't you tell me we haven't roughed it? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I that's roughing it. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Claire, ro- uh, real quick, the, like the, the least fun age time for you? Uh, I think it was actually the year I turned thirty, and yeah. I I had changed. I was trying to change careers. I had left. I worked in professional theater for a while, which was great fun, but not a lot of money. And I was trying to get into other stuff. And before I got into radio sales, uh, I spent. I fell into about two years working in human resources. Oh, for, you did not. Oh, it was horrible. You heard it all? For a toy company. Now, here's the oh, thing. Oh, my god! You think to yourself, toy company, how Sounds fun like could fun. that be? It was the worst company you could possibly work for. It was nothing but mean, backstabby people. <laughs> in the toy in, in, <laughs> in the, the toy, toy industry? In this particular one, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And, and as the HR person, I heard it all. Wow. All of it and could do nothing about it but listen to it. And that's when I was like, ooh, I got to get out of here. Right of the young and real quick, the, uh, the the least fun time in your life. And how old are, were you? Uh, I would probably would have been 18. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> That's like the best age ever. Oh, yeah. no. I, I mean, it, it should have been. You're like 21 now. Come on. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, you're disqualified from even answering this question. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that it? All right. You're just a kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> My worst year was the year they took Fortnite off the air for a day. It was so sad. I had to talk to people. I hate you guys a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the news new survey says your fun hits rock bottom at age 45. Oh, and it no. is done. No. Not kidding. The survey found that's when you're so stressed and busy with work and all that stuff, you don't have the energy to have much fun. Again, fun hits rock bottom at age 45. Do you agree with that? Not at all. This Not must in, be from yeah. a 1972 edition of Harper's Bazaar magazine. Yeah. yeah. It used to be, oh, now 40 is more fun than 20. Absolutely. Yeah, I see 60-year-olds having a better yeah. time than me. <laughs> you get smarter in your 40s and you do stuff right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, welcome to the show. It's Monday. Say what's up to us. Uh, reach out on Facebook. Just search Follow Fits. Are you ready to go? Come on. This is the Fit Show. Straight out of country. All right, we're going to talk about some country love. Mm. Country love. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Country loving, I'm here for you. Country love. I was doing summer loving. That would be easily <laughs> modified to be country loving. So was I. Country loving, had me a blast. Country loving, happened so fast. I found some boots, perfect for me. <laughs> she found some too. They were size three. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> Did that just happen? Country yes. days. That happened. <laughs> Let's write that. Let's do country loving. Will you make a note of that? Yeah, country country loving. loving. I'll write it down. Uh, so Chris Jansen's song, Done, describes how he felt the first time he saw his wife, and he knew immediately that he was done because she was the one, and she still is. They've been married for nine years now. Drew and I were talking about this earlier. Drew was like mad at Chris Jansen because he didn't. Drew's words were he didn't understand what's wrong with him because apparently Chris Jansen's wife is like twenty or twenty five years older. Is that right, Drew? Yeah, that's a whole generation removed. I I don't care if people being that is so rude. A couple Drew. years this way or that way, but an entire generation is like, what do you have in common? That's what I'm asking. Well, maybe maybe there's a good love uh, chemistry going on. You don't like Thomas Rhett because he's got a hot young wife, and mm-hmm. now you don't like Chris Jansen because he's got a hot older wife. That's right, yeah. and you've been with your woman 11 years and ain't put no ring on it, no right. ring, no thing. I'm just saying everyone should stay in their own lane. I think both those guys are swerving out of their lane. Oh, now you're going after Chris Lane? <laughs> no, whoa, no, no, I'm okay whoa. with Chris Lane. Right, Chris Lane's think, getting married. Who's what Chris do you Lane mean? married to? <laughs> Let me check this out. Yeah. I just don't know why you 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 have something against older women. Yeah, it's not against. It's just I don't care if the genders were reversed. If it was a guy and a girl and the ages were, reversed, it's too far apart. Twenty five yeah. years is too far apart. This is someone who is your parents' age. Okay, I don't think you like love. My mom was thirty when she had me, so twenty five is fine. I had the chance to chat with Chris Jansen just days ago, and he explained it to me. There was nothing. See, that's what he told me. Literally, I called him up and and, and he sang to me uh, about his wife. You know, I had this audio somewhere from Dan and Shay talking about uh, Bieber's wedding. Oh, I found it. Yes. Dan and Shay, as you know, got to attend Justin Bieber's wedding. Mm. And uh, there were all sorts of celebrities around. It was It was nuts. In their wedding, and it was a blast. It was a really good time, and we—that was like the first place we debuted the song. We had never rehearsed it. You know, we obviously recorded it in the studio, but we never played it live in front of actual human beings. And Justin was like, "Sing 10,000 Hours." We were like, 
okay, we'll try. <laughs> and, Making uh, up the words, like, yeah. ah. It was good, though. It was really fun, and people were out on the dance floor rocking. It was a good time. 10,000 hours. 10, yeah. So is this a thing where they thought they were being invited to Justin's wedding as friends, and instead he's like, basically, get up there and work. Sing, <laughs> sing, monkeys. <laughs> You guys are put down those drinks. You guys are here to work. <laughs> what the Beebs wants, the Beebs gets. Yeah. That's right. All right, there you go. We just took you straight out of country. You're listening to the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. Go rest high on that I'm an American soldier. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. Brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And almost every single troop salute you hear me do here on the show will include the word pride, because pride is one of the most common elements of every salute that we receive. People are so proud of their troops, and that's why they want to tell the world through the troop salute. Another word comes up from time to time, and that word is fear. Today we salute Corporal Hunter File of the United States Marine Corps. Drew? Hoorah! See, Drew could do that, because Drew is a United States Marine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunter's mother, Karen File, who's actually a P1 of the show, wrote in originally because she wanted to win some concert tickets as uh, as a gift for her son. She wanted to thank him for all that he's done and for his service. I asked her if she wanted to do a salute for him, and she agreed. Karen told me that she was originally very afraid to have her son enlist in the military. Quote, it was my biggest fear that my son would join. She said, then one day he texted me at work and told me he had a, a surprise, that he had joined the Marine Corps. Hunter Files served a four-year enlistment in the Marines as a fire direction control man. What does that mean, Drew? Uh, That's the guy that directs uh, artillery fire. So uh, does the calculations, identifies targets, basically tells them, you know, longitude, elevation, you know, all all the calculations to put that shell on target, sometimes miles away. Wow. He advanced to the rank of corporal, and he spent a full year on deployment and then finished his active duty time. Karen says Hunter is the kind of man that would help out anyone in need. And any fear that she once felt has been replaced by an abundance of pride. Again, that word, pride. And today we salute Corporal Hunter File of the United States Marine Corps. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. And if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, go to my Facebook page, search Follow Fits. What are some of the things that, uh, that we're looking for? Uh, really, everything from the basics. Name, the branch they served in, maybe when they served, and then you can get more details. You can tell us stories about the service, interesting things they did, the jobs they might have done in the service. Just anything you'd like to share with the world about the pride that you feel for your troop. This is The Fit Show. And now, and now it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Thank you, baby girl. I am here getting ready to report some news that did not make the news. A special consumer watch titled Finger Licking Good. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. KFC announced a brand new subscription service uh, yesterday called Seasoned Tickets. 
where you could pay $75 and have 48 wings delivered to your home every week for the rest of the NFL season. What a great idea. This is genius. I How has this, this not happened until now? Yes. How did it take till 2019? Yes. <laughs> Seasoned tickets. Um, but they only had 500 of them, and they immediately oh. sold out. Oh. And this is the video they posted featuring Sean Astin as Colonel Sanders, which right. was absolutely great. Rudy. Folks, oh. Introducing KFC's Seasoned Tickets, the most delicious-smelling paper tickets ever made that get wings delivered to your door. For only 75 bucks, you'll get 48 wings every week for 10 weeks. They smell like chicken. Yum! KFC Seasoned Tickets. Get them before they're gone. They have got to bring this back. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe they aren't expanding the program. They have to. Because someone else is going to take over if they don't. Is right? this the equivalent of sort of what they did with Olive Garden and like the pasta and the breadsticks and stuff? Yeah, but There's this like comes sort to of your pass. house. Oh my yeah, gosh. Come on, football Sunday. All right. Oh, let's go to page two. What? Are, are you kidding, kidding me? Folks, I'm going to take you now out of Massachusetts. This is a petrifying story. It's an animal story. Oh. Emu alert. <laughs> <laughs> the community of Franklin, Massachusetts can sleep a little easier after police finally nabbed the menace that had been terrorizing the locals <laughs> an escaped emu <laughs> named Carlton. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> the bird's owner, Kathy Gatchel, said that she wasn't sure how the large bird got out of its pen and described the breed as very difficult to catch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and quote, sweet little Carl Carlton was not very friendly. Uh, sweet little, he's probably six feet tall. Yeah. yeah. Police searched resulted in spotting uh, Carlton in the woods. Wouldn't let anyone get too close. Eventually, uh, uh, you know, somebody came out and started doing <laughs> emu noises. Emu sound like this. <laughs> You're 100% right, yeah. So I assume that's what they did. They probably brought someone out in the pasture, too. And then they shot the dude with a, with a dart to put it to sleep. Mm-hmm. Ryder, yeah. please mm-hmm. please film that next time he does it. Sure. Yeah, no, gotcha. We might have missed the moment. Yeah, sorry. Let's all do the emu sounds. Ready? Yeah. It's almost like a bass. It's like a 24-hour like raid for these emus. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's fine. All has been solved with Carlton. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. And now... This is The Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are The Fit Files. Lady Gaga is okay. Return to your homes. But it was a very scary moment at her show in Vegas... When she fell off the stage, she had basically invited a fan up to dance with her, and she did some kind of fancy dance move with him, and then they both fell off the stage and landed on their heads. I Claire, believe we have exclusive. I, I do. Audience. I. Um, How did you get this, Fitz? You think I'm going to tell people that? Was mm. Was Nashville Jeff in Vegas? He could have been. Please, my it was secret, a Gaga my, show. My secret audio source sent this to me. Nobody else has this. Fitz was probably in the front row recording with his phone. Probably. <laughs> the Gaga show. I love Gaga. I'm a little monster. You are a little monster. <laughs> but yes, I have exclusive audio of Lady Gaga. Hang on. I don't know if it's appropriate to play. Yeah. Here it is. Okay. In the shadow. <laughs> oh. 
thought you said she yeah. was going to be okay. Like a melon squishing there. Yeah, it sounds like your yeah. grape got squished. She, yeah. fell, she wasn't fell as shallow as you thought. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. It's actually a little bit higher stage. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, also a scary moment for members of the royal family. Yesterday, a British Royal Air Force plane carrying Prince William and Duchess Kate, that's Kate Middleton, had to abort their landing twice in a lightning storm in Pakistan. Oh. Put all those things together in your head. Oh they my are gosh. on an official royal visit to Pakistan, and they were returning to Islamabad after a day of engagements in Lahore. When they got caught up in the storm, they tried to land and then went back up and then tried to land and went back up and then ended up going back to Lahore. How freaking scary is How that? How petrifying is that, too? Oh like gosh. Pakistan. I've it, done that. Yeah, and it sounds scary, but those pilots are such pros. I was speaking to my yeah. uh, my friend who's a pilot this last week, and he was telling me about certain runways and certain airports that are really bad where yeah. you get one shot and one shot only. And yeah. These guys are cool as ice. He's like, eh, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. You, you know what? You're right. They have so much training in that simulator. Oh, yeah. So yeah. much training, all scenarios. They are pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but all the training in the world doesn't help you if the lightning hits the plane. Oh, that's true. Well, the, the planes are actually, yeah, actually designed safe. for that. Well, because it's planes, the tube, the planes lightning. get struck uh-huh. by lightning all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, it does what? happen a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the time. God, I wish I didn't know that. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. turns out Netflix totally knows you're sharing passwords, and they are totally working okay. on a way to stop you. They are now monitoring accounts that they believe to be shared, and they're looking into what they call consumer-friendly ways of stopping you. What they mean by consumer-friendly is they're trying to punish the people that are using the passwords and not paying for it, and not the people that are paying for it but giving out their passwords. Yeah. That's a slippery slope. Uh-huh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Disney Plus has spent a long time studying how people steal each other's network uh, Netflix passwords, and they're going to make Disney Plus so that you can't do it. Oh, they've probably been, they've probably been studying my children. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they have. <laughs> they've been studying everyone in my family, that's for sure. I hope HBO doesn't catch on. Oh, did I say that out loud? Dang it. There you go. you got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz file. This is the Fitz Show. Now back to the Fitz Show. So let's kick it. Fitz happens. Live. Live. What's cool about like our P1s, you know, we, we get through life together, we do it together, we get through the weekends together, and we get through the weeks together. And it's really important to motivate each other with some Monday motivation. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Gonna motivate, abbreviate. Yeah. You know it's Monday motivation. We're gonna give it to you right now. You know it's Monday motivation. Believe it, achieve it, believe it. Yeah. Can y'all dig that? Well, for. First thing I'd like to do to get everybody motivated for uh, for Monday is something I've been using, 500-hour energy. What? You know what 2.30 in the afternoon feels like, don't you? Sleepy, groggy, yeah. dying for a nap. What do you do? Drink a cup of coffee? Drink a soda? Well, now you can get rid of that 2.30 feeling for more than three weeks with new 500-hour energy. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Snap into whoa. <laughs> I literally made it in my bathroom. <laughs> and I'm trying to sell it. <laughs> I'm teasing. Uh, here, here's my little, here's my quote. Monday motivation. You know, winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all-time thing. You don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Win yes. your day that way. Yay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Spirit snaps. Drew, what you got over there? Hopefully you'll motivate me today. This one's easy. 
but smart. Don't go looking for happiness oh, yeah. in the same place you lost it. Oh, oh dang. Oh, dang. Spirit snaps. Yeah. Monday motivation. Great things rarely come from inside comfort zones. Mm. Get out there. Get out there. Get out there. Get out there and take advantage of your spirit snaps. Spirit. Right of the youngin. What you got? You're going to make a difference. A lot of the times it won't be huge. It won't be visible even. But it will matter all the same. Nice. You could absolutely change someone's day today. Just walk by him and crop dust them. (laughs) Or you could change their day for (laughs) better by saying something nice. Hold the door for them or do something nice. And then crop dust them, right, Claire? (laughs) Right. Somebody said uh, on our text message, uh, hey, Fitz, live every moment, laugh every day, love beyond measure. We got to do it. It's Monday. We're going to do it together. It happens live. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to get through this week together. It's what have we learned today? Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, let us know what you picked up uh, from today's show from Monday, October 21st, 2019. I learned, and we're just finding this out, that um, Justin Bieber, apparently at his wedding to Haley Baldwin, made and forced Dan and Shay to perform at his wedding and sing 10,000 Hours. They didn't even want to. And now we're pretty much finding out that the only reason they were invited to the wedding, they thought they were just showing up because they're pals. No. Like, Justin Bieber forced them to sing. Yeah, They're lucky he didn't make them serve tables. Yeah, I mean, basically, he just he just made them wedding singers, is what he did. Yeah, yeah. I'm the Biebs. You'll do as I say. <laughs> what the Biebs wants. Yeah. You didn't the work with me. You worked for me. The B-man. <laughs> All right, Drew, what have we learned today? I learned that Claire once worked in HR, and now I've just got to pick her brain about all the dirt of people I'll never meet, yes. never will have met. But Human resources, Claire. I know Claire. you heard everything. I've killed a lot of those brain cells about <laughs> So good You've luck have some highlights. digging them out. Did you ever have to fire anybody, Claire, and say, I'm sorry, but because of uh, what I've learned in HR, you are out of here? I wish. <laughs> I got to tell other people to fire people. I would have loved to have done it myself. Uh, what have we learned today, Claire? I learned that KFC has a feature called Seasoned Tickets. Well, they'll actually deliver wings to your house for 10 Sundays during football season. So yeah. But they sold it they out. Sold out they sold it out. But I am first in line for next year. Dang, yep. Yeah, same. Finger licking good, mm, right? Finger don't even licking have to straight to my house. You know what? I'm thinking about having like fried chicken every Sunday for the rest of my life now. Right? Wouldn't that be great? I could easily live that life. Could you do that one yes. Sunday from a health standpoint and still be okay? I think so. You oh, know, yeah. actually, fried chicken, if it's done right, doesn't have to be bad for you. Oh. Yeah. yeah true. Watch out for like vegetable oil chicken. or something like that? No, mm-hmm. it's like if you cook at exactly the right temperature, the steam keeps the oil out of it. It's really cool. Mm. Hey, Ryder the Young, and did you pick up anything from the show today? Oh, I sure did. Uh, you just never trust an emu. Because emus yeah. are very dangerous animals, even mm-hmm. when they're named Carlton. Yeah. Well, <laughs> during the What Are You Kidding Me stories, there was this bird that is trashed a whole neighborhood. Wreaking havoc in Massachusetts right yeah. now. Burn alert. <laughs> well, I thought maybe, you know, down the road when I retire, I might open up an emu farm. Yeah. Nope, not you anymore. Could, I had a buddy who did that in high school, and I guess they, they, they squeezed the emus and squeezed the oil out of it. I don't know how they get the emu oil, but the emu oil thing was a big thing in the early 2000s. Oh, my God. The oh, emu oil. come out of them? Oh, them. They, yeah, they squeeze them while they're... Like a sponge? It's or like a hair. Does oil. it come out of one of the ends? I mean, it's I don't like know a, how no, they no, get no, the no, oil. Yeah. How do they get the oil? I have never the heard about emu oil. Oh my god, it was like the biggest thing in North Texas when I was a kid. 
people were, were buying emus like four or five Don't at a time. they regular oil in Texas that they just dig up out of the ground? No, that's the that's the, the that's Texas tea. <laughs> that's the good oil. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm going to have to Google emu oil. I can't believe you guys uh, don't know about emu oil. JR, Miss Ellie, get in here and squeeze them emus. <laughs> <It'll>... <laughs> emu oil will change your life. Yeah. Bobby's trying to steal the emu business. All right, then. My name's Fitz. <laughs> I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm right of the onion. We'll see you tomorrow. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Support your local emus. <laughs>